0: This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN
1: 1000. Back with you for another week of college and pro football. Week eleven already in the NFL, and it started last night with another Green Bay loss. We love that the Packers are pretty much toast. Carmen DeFalco, Mike North, every single week here on ESPN One Thousand in the great ESPN Chicago app. We are the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. The Bears on the road in Week Eleven. The Bills had to vacate because of six feet of snow that they're going to get in Buffalo. There's already a lot on the ground in Buffalo. It is crazy. Uh, They'll play that game at a neutral site in Detroit. So lots to get after, lots to talk about, and we'll try to make some money for everyone. As always, Mikey.
2: Yeah, I got to tell you. First of all, good to talk to you, Carm. Good to talk to you, Randy. Last week, six and four. Carm, one mm. and one. Randy, a red hot three and all bounces back. Uh, I was two and three. Uh, a bonus two and one with uh, the Yurko show. Be on again today at one forty-eight. Six and four a week plus Jim Miller had another winner. Yes, he did. Uh, so you know what? The odds couple's about winning. Uh, everybody's been picking up the mantle over the last month, month and a half. Uh, I'll tell you this: I might be divorced from the NFL you brought up college and NFL. Randy can take the NCAA. He's you killing take it. take the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll take hockey and NCAA basketball, and we'll be probably 75%. Because once again, folks, the bad luck continues. I never knew how fortunate I was the first four years. I'm winning. You know, you take it for granted. You know, the next thing you know, you're you're like Elvis in 77. You're trying to get up. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? You were slim and trim, but you got bad off the wins. Until the NFL this year, my God! I had Denver winning last week ten to nothing. They oh, lose seventeen God. to ten, and the Buffalo Bills is an all-timer for yeah. me. One-handed catch, uh, down tw- uh, winning twenty-seven to seventeen, and and they end up. Uh, 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 losing the game, unbelievable football for the NFL. Really unpredictable year for me, at least. You've been on fire, Carm, uh, but for me this year it's been sort of a bad luck run.
1: Well, that game, I mean, oh, I feel oh your, God. I feel your pain. I mean, that that took like one of the great catches you'll ever see. It yeah. took a. It took a botched exchange between a, a good center and a Pro Bowl quarterback. I had a like, bad
2: feeling when he came, when they started it's it. It's crazy. Yeah, you got to go forward, just take the snap, yeah. get it done. Josh Allen's had a bad couple weeks there. But you know what? Uh, things are on fire everywhere else. Last night I had a hockey winner. Love so, it. you know, I mean, there's a lot to spread around, but the NFL this year has been topsy Kirby, well,
1: like there's three games specifically that I think maybe even four because, like Mike said, the the Denver game too. I mean, Denver's uh, got a ten nothing lead there, and you're feeling kind of good, and then just 17-10 went It was brutal. I mean, uh, yeah. by the end, Russell Wilson had been hit a million times; it was crazy. But so there was that game. There's the Viking uh, Bills game. You know, that's a ten point game going into the fourth yeah, absolutely. quarter.
2: Absolutely, they the, had a 97 percent chance of winning. Right. when it was 27 to
1: 10, the Packers had a two. Tu- uh, uh, excuse me, faced a two touchdown deficit going into the fourth quarter against the Cowboys. The Cowboys, in their franchise history, had never lost a game, folks, when they led by 14 points in the fourth quarter, ever. They were 195-0 and all time when entering the fourth quarter with a, a 14-point lead. So I guess you say, well, maybe eventually they were going to lose one, and it happened last week. The Bears had a 14-point lead against the Lions. The wow. Lions haven't rallied on the road down that many points in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. since 1993, Mike. I mean, so when you say it was wild and it has been wild, you're not joking.
2: No, and I mean, I know why everybody's excited about Justin Fields, but the fact is we're not winning games. If somebody told you that for five straight weeks a team, okay, they wouldn't name the team a team rushed for 200 yards five straight weeks, oh, you'd man. think they won four out of five. Probably. <laughs> but the problem is it's the quarterback doing the running. Yeah. It ain't like Derrick Henry doing the running. And you know what? There's going to have to be a happy medium, but I love what the offense is doing. I It's exciting to watch Justin Field one. but you got to get a win somewhere. They, these games are all winnable, and I'd like to remind Bear fans, yes, he threw a pick six. Yes. That was huge in that game, yes. and it's been somewhat ignored because of the adulation process which i haven't bought into yet i think that we can we're good enough someday to make the playoffs with them but can you win a super bowl if your passing is suspect right period. that's
1: the hard thing to that's imagine it. yeah because it doesn't seem very sustainable i totally agree with you as exciting as all hell but it doesn't seem very sustainable long term
2: and but, injury
1: of course absolutely
2: that's what i'm i told a guy today if he's here four years from now starting the way he runs, and nah. I love the way he runs, he's great, but he's going to get himself killed because he's basically a halfback.
1: You're shortening uh, your your quarterback's Absolutely. lifespan, no doubt. Now, you say winnable games. There's another one this week in Week 11, even though yep. they're on the road. The Bears are a three-point underdog against the Falcons. Mm-hmm. The look-ahead lines over the summer in a lot of places had this game as a pick so maybe three is a little bit surprising considering we're talking about a four-and-six Falcon team. They are coming yep. off a little extra time to prepare. They played early Uh, In Week 10 on Thursday Night Football, looked terrible in the rain in Carolina last we saw. The Atlanta Falcons, a lot of public money here on the Bears. It hasn't done anything to really move the price. Small move towards the under. It was out to 50. It is now 49.5. I think people know that this Bears offense can finally move the ball. And the other thing in this game is when you look at a total this high, maybe we're not used to seeing it in Bears games. Neither defense is particularly good right now, Mike, especially stopping the run.
2: The Bears are horrible right now. I mean, they have no leadership on defense. Eddie Jackson's doing the best he can. Their front seven gets pushed around a little bit. I mean, you know what? Uh, if they would have kept the other two guys, who knows what happens in this topsy turvy year? Who had Green Bay losing six of seven? You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and by the way, great job by Tennessee. And I've always thought—I'm not mentioning my boys that he was the Ryan Tannehill type of guy, the Buck guy that was the bust. I want to congratulate Ryan Tannehill on being a very good quarterback. And Mike, and and of course their coach is is a top He's a marvel. He's top uh, show. He is. And 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 that's the bottom line there. And so I think there's hope for the Bears. Uh, I st- I would probably not bet this game, but I would probably lean. Uh, the Bears a little bit. How long can this go on, though, the way that it is? But Justin Fields is a different animal right now. He's an entertainer right now. Can he get a win at Atlanta? Uh, That's the problem, and it's not his fault, because if you would have told me he was going to be putting up 29, 30 points, okay, you live with the pick six. But the defense is what's really let us down the last few weeks.
1: 100%. Uh, yeah. Not a game I want to mess with no. either. I think Mike's right. Um, if, you know, forced to pick a side, I'd probably say grab the points here. But, man, yeah. the Bears the Bears are, since 2019, the Bears are an NFL worst 15-25 and 25 against the number. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, whether you know they're getting points or taking them, it's about, just tough.
2: You know what I saw today? A phenomenal stat about Justin Fields. What? I looked it up. He's fumbled 24 times. In two se not even two full seasons, and this year he's only lost one of them That's out of the twelve. Crazy. That's a- now sometimes it's the exchange, sometimes it's you know the handoff that both botched. But to have twenty four fumbles, if it's going to turn around where you're not going to get some of those down the line, he's got to learn to hold on to the ball. He's been doing better the last two to three weeks. <laughs>
1: So uh, there you go for Bears and Falcons breakdown. we got other great games to talk about here in Week 11. By the way, the boy,
2: ladies and gentlemen, my guy, Carmen DeBelco, all oh, Barrett Media. Oh. You know what? I tell <laughs> everybody that picture was taken of you the day before we started working together, and, and four years later, you looked like a Superman villain instead of one of the Backstreet Boys. Good job, Carmen. Thank
1: you. That picture is old, but oh, yes, that was a nice I admire article.
2: your teeth. Yeah, I, I've thanks. never said that to another man.
1: Thank you very much. I mean,
2: my, I'm, you know, I got the Irish teeth. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you can't have everything Italian. right? You know what? I mean, they're born to go look at the teeth on the kids too bad. And then you move on. It but was that was a, that was fun.
1: Nice of uh, the crew and Tyler McCombs and the crew of Red Baron to uh, make that little right. Yeah, I did appreciate that. All right, week 11. Let's look at some games here. Uh, Jets-Patriots, always uh, interesting mm-hmm. and always one-sided. Can the Jets finally get back into this rivalry? The Patriots are about a three-and-a-half-point home favorite with a total sitting at 38 for Sunday. Uh, every team in the AFC East is above 500, yep. Mike. And New England would like to keep it that way at 5-4 and four with yet another win against mm-hmm. the Jets. To say that they've owned this rivalry is an understatement. New England has now won 13th straight in the rivalry, including the first meeting of the year last month in the Meadowlands. Since 2010, the Pats are 22-3 and three straight up in the regular season against the Jets. And Belichick has made Zach Wilson look silly. Yep. Yes, it's a small sample, but in three meetings... Russ, uh, Russell Wilson, excuse me, Zach Wilson has mm-hmm. a quarterback rating of 50.5 against Belichick's defenses. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'd lean New England. I probably won't do anything in this game. Uh, but uh, the Jets have been a pleasant surprise. I have it rated about even down the line. Uh, you know, there's an argument to be made that, you know, the Pats could win by three. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's not like an overwhelming uh, Deal. It's a tough week this week in the NFL. Of course, every week's a tough week. Mm. This one, I, I didn't get a good read on, so I would forget about it as far as, uh, like I always say, there's other games.
1: Other games. Low total in this one, as I mentioned. Yep. Below 40 at 38. You get that. Two top six defenses in terms of DVOA. They've both been very, very good, and that's the one thing that has made the Jets impressive. They've got some talent, and they're balling out on the defensive side of the ball. we got more games to talk about, including some big college games this weekend. Uh, interesting development in the Oregon-Utah game, considering the uncertainty around Bo Nix now after the Ducks lost last weekend at home. That game, not nearly as sexy, but still, it's been an interesting line move, and everybody's wondering if Bo Nix is going to play, plus Michigan is uh, hosting Illinois this week. I know for the people that are gambling legally in the state, you can't even bet on that game unless you go to the book at Hawthorne, but Mike and I will still talk about it a little, because it it's one of the bigger... Yeah, Mike can get it in, that's true. <laughs> it's one of the bigger Big Ten games of the weekend. So don't go anywhere. we got a ton to talk about and a ton to cover. Luke Pergandy's going to join us coming up next we are the odds couple presented by prop swap
0: this is the odds couple with carmen Defalco and mike north on espn 1000 this is the odds couple with chicago radio legend mike north and midday host carmen Defalco. the odds couple on espn
1: 1000 Every Friday, Mike and Carmen, We're the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap, where America buys and sells its future wagers. We got a lot happening. We're just a week away from Thanksgiving. Mike and I back on Friday nights. You can always catch oh, the baby. podcast. That's right. Always get up to date on demand with the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. And, of course, the Saturday replay.
2: What time are we at on tonight?
1: M. Tonight, I believe, uh, 8 o'clock. Yes, 8, eight o'clock, o'clock after Black and Abdallah. Locked
2: tonight. in. Yes. That was the same time Mission Impossible was on back in the summer. That's on great. That's
1: it. That's your Friday night programming.
2: That's it. All
1: right, let's bring in uh, one of our favorite guests who joins us every week to talk about what's hot at the PropSwap app and PropSwap.com, Chicago's very own Luke. Pregandy, oh,
3: what's up, guys? Some money, time, up. time. Hey, Mike. Hey, buddy. What's up, buddy?
1: So, uh, the world's football. You know, like we love our football, oh. and it's fantastic. The world's football gets going uh, this weekend too. You guys seeing some action with tickets being bought and sold? Whether it's futures bets for who's going to win the World Cup or who's going to get out of group play. Some of the individual awards. Are there tickets on the World Cup being
3: posted, Luke? Definitely. Yep. Um, yeah. So Germany, France. Um, you know, it starts. It starts Sunday, I believe, so yes. um, yeah, we're definitely getting tons of tickets, posted. Um it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Obviously, the, there's a lot of debate around, was this location the correct one? Mm-hmm. It seems like the answer is no so far. We already have some journalists getting uh, uh, sought after, but uh, yeah, besides that, it's going to be really fun, to your point. soccer is growing, and to have everyone playing for their own country is super fun.
2: You know what, Luke, I'd like to talk about uh, Coach of the Year candidates, the guy from Minnesota. What's his name? Kevin Uh, O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's he's 4-1. And they played this week uh, the Dallas Cowboys. And if they beat them, and I know that they've uh, been on the streak. And listen to this, folks. They're the first team since 1976 to have their their starting quarterback and to be 8-1 and to be dogs at home. <laughs> That's amazing. And that I got from ESPN Stats. So I'm saying if they win this game, aren't those odds going to go down on him? Because I sort of like him right now. I know they're talking yeah. about Sirianni and everything. I sort of like him as the coach of the year, if they win, oh, yeah. especially if they win this game.
3: No, I do, too. I'm, I'm, I've liked him since uh, since week one. That, the only loss they had early was that loss to Philly. It was on Monday night. Um, but no, I like him a lot too. So we're selling tons of tickets on the Vikings. Oh, yeah. They were, they were seventy to one preseason to win the championship. They're now down to fifteen to one. We sold a this, this prop stuff across from bed five hundred dollars at fifty to one, and he sold it for fourteen hundred this week. That's nice. fourteen hundred dollars sale price. Is at to seventeen to one? That's the best price in the country on Minnesota. They're about fifteen to one to lower everywhere. Wow,
1: that's pretty sweet. You guys, tell me if you agree with this. This uh, year's coach of the year race in the NFL is one of the most fascinating I think we've seen around. I like
2: the Minnesota guy, man.
1: Kevin O'Connell without a doubt. Nick Sirianni. How about Brian Mm -hmm. Dable with what the Giants are doing? How about Pete Carroll? They were pegged to be maybe the worst team in the league. I mean, it's a pretty... You you could could go Vrabel. I mean, you should put Mike Vrabel in that conversation. Absolutely. Like, that's a hell of a... That's going to be a hell of a race in the last seven, eight weeks here.
3: Yeah, completely agree. I can make an argument for all four of those guys. Um, Yeah, that's I would probably slightly lean Sirianni. I realize they came, they're coming off a loss in Washington, but um, they still look like a wagon the whole season so far. I don't want to take one small sample size and say they're they're not who we thought they were for the whole season. But yeah. I think the Pete Carroll logic makes a ton of sense. This His roster is terrible. What who had, Nobody. who had
2: Minnesota? Who yeah, Minnesota in this it, spot?
1: I did have them winning the division this year. I'll brag about that a little. I did
2: yeah, pick Minnesota to win it's the division. Which is great. They're winning the games that they were losing last exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. Know? Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, no, that, that Minnesota Buffalo game on Sunday was one of the craziest football games I've ever seen. Um, to go into Buffalo and, and pull out that win yep. is, is huge, and I agree. They're, the team looks super well coached. I mean, that's no, Justin Jefferson, we know is a freak, but like he's he's getting better. Like it's, yeah. a, the the man is improving, and we we all thought he was like the best receiver in the NFL last year. He's, he's literally getting better. Any
1: uh, – the Heisman odds is another one that's, I think, kind of an interesting. There's a lot of guys you can make uh, somewhat compelling it arguments for. Be. Well, and it's not nearly as sexy, I get it. No. But just in terms of handle or betting, um, what do you think, Luke? I mean, uh, again, I think there's a couple of dark horse candidates that nobody ever could have imagined. No one could have ever imagined Drake May from uh, North Carolina would be in yeah. the conversation. That I don't even think good. he was – I don't even think he was on the board in the summer, guys. So it's not like – Mm-hmm. You couldn't even have a summer ticket. Maybe you got one uh, six weeks ago if you had the mm-hmm. foresight. But, like, what's that look like on the site in terms of Heisman? And, and, and Mike's right, it's not nearly as sexy, but is there still a decent handle on people looking to buy and sell
3: Heisman tickets? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we, Hendon Hooker, the, the Tennessee quarterback, with like 75 to 1 mm-hmm. odds preseason. He's down uh, around 2 to 1. Wow. Um, and then, uh, I believe T.J. Stroud is still the front runner. He is. He's still uh, the favorite. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just pointing out. So yeah, Hendon Hooker around plus three fifty, and then to your point, Drake may at plus five fifty. I mean, this is a this is a cool race. though. So, yeah, no, no, not you said it's it's you know maybe there's a lighter handle. We see a ton of Heisman betting okay. all every year. Uh, it's super popular, and you know, again, it's kind of like to the uh, similar to golf where it's just difficult to hedge these things. Like if you have a Drake May sure. ticket like making a hedge bet on Stroud and Hooker, you know, maybe uh, Williams. Like it's just to hedge that thing. So selling in our PropSwap makes more sense to these customers.
1: Yeah. When you look at uh, CJ, that's maybe around even money or so now. It becomes a much more difficult hedge. Luke, thanks as always, buddy. We encourage everyone to visit PropSwap.com or download the free app. We'll talk to you uh, next week. And have a great Thanksgiving, all
3: right? Yes. Yes, you as well. Have a good Thanksgiving, guys. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, All right, don't eat too much turkey. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, cramp. this prop swap stuff, man, is the best, as we everybody knows. And you know what? Prop bets, which we don't do a whole lot of here. Right. But I want to ask you, I said to you <clears throat> off the air, so I'll share it with the audience. <clears throat> I said someday I think there's going to be a scandal. And I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the teams. I think it's going to have to do with props, prop betting. Prop bets. In other words, if, if, if you have a receiver like Jefferson... And you got a family member, okay? You're not really telling him anything except, isn't this inside information if he goes, you know, we're playing Detroit next week? But the over under for me is eight. <laughs> I'm going to be targeted 15 times. Doesn't that tell you almost to take the over?
1: Yeah, like if you know what the game plan's going to be. Absolutely. And,
2: like... and, and you're telling me 53 guys on the team. With family members, friends, people may be down and out. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? How you feeling today? It says here, man, 65 yards over, rushing for you. What do you think? You know what? My leg still bothers me. I may only play half the game. Right, right, right. There you You go. You know what I mean? My
1: leg hurts. I might only play half the game. Well, even if
2: if it's for real. But you haven't known it yet. Because let me tell everybody this right now. I don't like what's going on in the NFL. You know that game I lost with Buffalo. It went from like three and a half to six, down to four last week. Well, with the and Allen stuff, yeah. They didn't even tell you what was going on with Josh Allen. Yeah. Then they tell you about a half hour before game he has a night he isn't out there practicing. Right. Then he starts. And then you go look at Indianapolis, nobody had Matt Ryan in that game.
1: I know. Not until, like, late Saturday, right? All of a sudden, guess, it's like Matt Ryan's going to start. I mean, early Sunday It wasn't yeah.
2: being known. That's wrong in about 100 different ways, and the NFL's got to clean up.
1: Very that. interesting on some of that. You're right. Oh, the Josh Christ. Allen stuff was wild. Like, And then, like you said, Sunday morning. So, like, by late Saturday, we had all assumed, okay, this is incredible. He is going to play. Then he's not out there for warm-ups, and it's like, well, wait. You
2: could middle it, it, that game. Yeah, it was wild. If it would have ended on four. You destroy. Oh. You win both ends because you know what? Yeah. I hit it at three and a half, and I bid my barroom show about eight eight in the morning. And and Aldo says to me, Aldo Gandhi says, "You know what? The ga- game's to six and a half." I go, "What are you talking about?" Because they made it sound like Josh Allen had no shot.
1: Yeah, it was pretty wild the way that went. Wild. Down. You're not. You're not kidding. Um. All right. Well, Mike and I come back. We're going to get into some more games. Uh, good matchup for Sunday night football. Uh, A couple of those big college games this weekend we want to talk about. We'll give you best plays before we're out of here. We're also going to get Jim Miller's ponies in a little bit. But more handicapping coming up. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's your Friday night. Getting you ready for the weekend. Week 11 already in the NFL. It's Carmen and Mike. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple.
0: On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
1: Oh, good song.
2: I thought something was wrong with my headphones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with <laughs> The Odds Couple. Presented by Prop Swap every week, every Friday night. Yeah. You can always catch up whenever you want on demand with the ESPN Gee, Chicago I wonder
2: app. if I'd pay 15000 to see whoever's singing this.
1: You know what? I, I would not, and I love this band, and I love this yeah. song. Um, no. This is Nine Inch Nails. I would not pay. I couldn't pay $15,000 to see if anybody Taylor or Swift anything. Taylor Swift was
2: in my backyard, I'd shut the drapes, okay? I, you know, I, and I I would like to see her
1: live. I'd like to take my daughter Um, But that's
2: what you'd like to do, and I know you'd like—she's probably tremendous. Tremendous.
1: Yurko's seen her live with his daughter and said she's tremendous. She is tremendous. But but it's ridiculous, Mike. You're right.
2: I mean, come on. There was only one person in my lifetime that you might come close to paying that kind of money for, and that would be Presley. That was it. It, In the 50s, and and then in 68 to 72, he was the hottest act going. But but he was world-renowned. She is, too. I get it. But I'm asking you this desert island quiz that i used to give out. you got to spend a year on the desert island i'm going with carrie underwood that's me you know oh, i mean i like man, her too
1: that's a good one uh carrie
2: underwood the other one she could play hide and seek behind a straw <laughs>
1: behind the coconut tree
2: i mean have a sub um i don't man i like her she, don't question. be afraid to offend your daughter she's not gonna she's tougher than that Taylor Swift is, a, uh, no doubt, very talented. Yeah, but she's where, good. I come from Whitney Houston lineage. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, well, wait a Come on. She I was, mean, come
2: on. I mean, but, there's, but I like... can't,
1: there's a great ax, but I can't ever justify spending that kind of money. It's no.
2: insanity. No. No.
1: It's just no. I wouldn't spend that on a no. the I wouldn't spend that on a Super Bowl ticket. I wouldn't spend it on anything, Mike. Probably I mean, the
2: odds cup for doing something somewhere that's <laughs> Maybe it. that's it. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: uh Sunday night football for the second straight week we get to see the Chargers. I don't know if that's good or bad the way this offense is going, but I don't but,
2: think Herbert's playing, is he?
1: Uh, I think he is he is, he? is he? I think so well and the the
2: good news for them uh, okay, and I'll I double thought check. He might be jinged up a little bit.
1: The good news for them is they might be getting um they might be getting Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back. Who knows? That's something to follow, and it's something to Five-and-a-half
2: point spread at,
1: at L.A. It's one of those weird point Stay spreads.
2: games to me. Well,
1: right, and, you know, and Mike said how they're in L.A. There is no home field advantage no. for the Chargers, right? That's a shame. Chargers are 9-12 and 12 against the spread at home in the new building since it opened uh, the in biggest, 2020.
2: The uh, hoax maybe going in sports history is that L.A. all of a sudden needed to It's crazy. When it's... they had none, we survived, and we did fine without any. L.A. representation for over thirty years.
1: You know when they so they're below five hundred against the spread at home in the no new
2: home field advantage. Do you know you when,
1: when they go on the road since the start of twenty twenty? They're thirteen seven and one against the spread. That's yeah. the third best mark in the league. Yeah, you know they they're more comfortable playing away from home. It's yeah, absolutely. sad.
2: Well, you know, it's sad, and and, and I, I don't think this should have been pulled off like they did, but they did it. They have two teams out there. I don't think the Chargers, for sure, have any identity in L.A. They don't. No, Uh-oh, I think The you're Rams right. were the originals. Yeah, and but even DC they. Jones ain't even walking through that door. And this year, they decide not to play.
1: One, uh, one interesting thing to note about this game, and I, like I'm kind of with Mike, this is sort of a dead zone point spread. You know, when you get to those five, five Urban's and a half. It's gotta halves.
2: be playing if it's only five and a half.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, He's been good in his career against KC. Now, he's only two and three straight up, but Herbert's four and one against the number in the five career matchups he's had against Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's pretty impressive. He's got 13 touchdowns to just three interceptions and a quarterback rating of 106. So he's been good in this. I bet against Brady.
2: I bet against Marino. I bet against Montana. I bet Vince Ferragamo once against Joe Montana, <laughs> and I actually won. Bet the Rams were getting ten. Uh, you know, I bet against them all. This is guys in the same class, Mahomes. He's no matter ridiculous. what, you know. I mean, here, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I, I understand he doesn't have a whole lot around, but he's absolutely done now. And he looked it,
1: terrible last night, didn't he?
2: Well, he's never. You know, he. When he got involved in social media and weird and some weird other stuff, he, it's you know it's like he worried about how his hair looked. All of a sudden, his mind is it completely focused on football? I don't think so. I, I don't. I I mean I can't believe it. You talk about a one-year fall off.
1: Yeah, it's been really right? bad. Like last night was bad.
2: Nobody saw this coming. Just like nobody saw Justin Fields after four or five weeks being this way, being this good, yeah. entertaining. Nobody saw Rodgers falling off the shelf like yeah. this, right?
1: No, I not quite like this. No. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Uh, Browns and Bills has officially been moved to Ford Field. They'll play indoors. The line was all the way down, or the total, I should say, was all the way down to about 42 and a half, and then it spiked back up they to 49 tickets. and a half. They're voiding yeah.
2: tickets at some casinos. I
1: believe so, yeah, because yeah. that kind of a spread with that discrepancy. Uh, the Bills are still an eight-point favorite Going into the game, they they have lost back to back games for the first time since they did that in week thirteen and fourteen last December. It's only the third time they've done it since Josh Allen really arrived on the scene during that great twenty twenty campaign. The Browns D was absolutely uh, an embarrassment last week, especially in the they second were. half against Tua and the Dolphins. That was coming off by two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the worst defensive EPA per play last weekend. They had only one sack and two QB hits in week ten. We're getting
2: I, seven and a half, it's enticing.
1: It is enticing because I'll t- and I'll tell you exactly why. And this was a stat that I had tweeted on Monday and if people wanted I love
2: when you have stats that you tweet on Monday. And it
1: hit if you wanted to just bet on it just looking at the stat not even really handicapping the Monday night game if you wanted to put some uh, some couch mm-hmm. change you would have hit. Dogs of more than a touchdown this yep. season yep. are now 17 and 8 against the number so you've got the Browns plus the eight in this game. You've got the Panthers plus thirteen at Baltimore, and you've got Arizona as the quote unquote home team plus eight against the Niners. But that game is Monday night in Mexico City. Plus double digit
2: dogs are even better. Record?
1: Yes, they are, Mike. They're even you better. Know, so even better. The Browns, I think, are a little enticing. If um, but only for the other fact that they normally bounce back under Stefanski. The thirteen and strict, uh, thirteen and six straight up following a, a loss under Stefanski. I don't think I, I want to step in is front of an angry Bills team. Is that guy
2: back, Watson, yet?
1: Not yet. Week 13. I think two more weeks. Yep.
2: What a fiasco. I know.
1: I don't I want to, want to step there. in front of uh, Allen and the Bills when they're angry. I'll, I'll say that. So probably a game I won't play. But if He's got to
2: play a good game. He's played like uh, garbage for two weeks. I know. He's ca- He's ca- He he said it the week before, and I I was there. I saw it all. I, I, I'm glad there was not a sharp object around me. I saw what he did. That's a cardinal sin, man. You're a professional football player. It was terrible. That's the last thing that can happen. So, uh, in the end zone like that. I thought they might take a safety, but there was still 49 seconds. Right, yeah, that would have left them too much time, so I said, I think I'm in. I agree And then all you. of a sudden that happened. I
1: don't think the safety's to play with there, Mike. I'm no, with you. It's too much no. time when you're punting the Absolutely. ball back to them. It's too much time, and they That's get beat right. by a field goal then. So, no, I think they made the right choice. They're, they did. You just can't fumble the snaps. so no. when they're angry, they seem to play well, but if anything, I would probably uh, not a game I don't uh, I no. think I'll be playing, but I would back uh, Cleveland if you made me make a pick on that game. Uh, Illinois, Michigan, it's one of those dreaded eleven o'clock starts. Oh, I know. God. Most of us can't bet this game legally, but Mike and I figured we'd just throw it around for a second. This really all depends on the availability of star uh, running back Chase Brown for the Illini. If he plays, maybe they got a shot. They might have the defense that can actually slow down Blake Corum. Uh He's been outstanding for Michigan. Illinois ranks inside the top 10 in average line yards this year, opportunity rate and power success rate. They're a legit D. J.J. McCarthy has not been good uh, throwing the ball lately, so you know they're going to try to um, you know, run with Blake Corum. And if the Illini can force them to play a little bit left-handed and make JJ throw the ball more, maybe Illinois stays within the eighteen. This
2: yeah, week, I thought we'll McCarthy was going to be better. Me too, I really did. Yeah. And uh, that being said, they're still there. Michigan is still so he's still got room to grow. I would have, I would lean Michigan here, but it's an eleven o'clock game, so Stay away. you know, no. There's, I, I mean, I, I'm watching like the Maverick Network the custom cars. I could care less about them, but they look nice. Besides, I remember them. When I was alive, seeing I bought a new. So you know what? I at the eleven o'clock games to me. I don't get going till two thirty.
1: Yeah, pretty wild swing in the line with the Utah Oregon game. This thing opened with mm-hmm. the Ducks is about a two point favorite. Now they're a two point dog. That's because there is some uncertainty about Bo Nix's availability. Hurt his foot last week in the loss against Washington. He right. did finish that game, but something's going on there. I think uh, just a little drips and drabs of info. Oregon that had it for
2: him. It hit, They had everything right there for him. Right. Yeah. And they it, the pack. Uh, the Pac-12 can't get out of their own way.
1: They eat their young, as we yeah, always say. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You're 100% right. Yep. They cannot get, they out, of get out
2: of their own way. can't get out of their own way. All they have to do is win that game. Bo Nix was having a, a big comeback year from his other years at the other place, and now it didn't work out.
1: This is definitely a tricky spot without knowing his availability. The right. Ducks normally play extremely well in that building, especially in night games. Uh, Utah smoked them twice last year, too, by a combined score of 76-17. to 17. So you'd think there's some revenge on the line, but without I think it's a little too hard to handicap. The other thing is uh, Oregon's defense, especially in the back end, has been really bad. And that could be a recipe for disaster against Utah. So with the uncertainty of Knicks, probably a stay away. TCU Baylor, look, uh, the TCU fans that are around in Chicago, they don't like the way I've talked about them. I I love Sonny Dykes. I think they're a great story. I just don't think they're nearly as good as their record. Um, I think the line this week indicates that again. I mean, Baylor's the team that's taking money here. Baylor got eviscerated at home last week. Eviscerated. 31-3 to by Kansas State, and they're getting less than a field goal. That's an
2: 11 o'clock game, right? That is a 2. Let me double-check
1: oh, the time on that. Hold yeah. on. I thought it was, if anything, it'd be a noon game, but hold on. Let me look. Okay, uh, Let me get
2: the time. I Baylor. Again.
1: I would, too, and everybody's sick of me bagging on TCU. That's It, no, is, I it like is an TCU. 11 o'clock game. You're right, Mike. It is. But
2: it's an 11 o'clock game. I won't touch it, but to me, it graded out Baylor.
1: I know. And, it does. And
2: I like TCU. I have nothing to, why is it, whether you're talking about quarterbacks or teams, you have something against the team? I don't if, – yeah. If you, if you absolutely see something or see through something, TCU, okay, is vulnerable, folks, but We're, they've done a good job. They've been a lot like the Vikings. With yeah. Them. That's what they've been. We're just trying to give you the handicap, Baylor, There's no like a they're not little children of the poor here they got destroyed last week. I know they they're, did, and that's i don't and don't think everybody doesn't remember that yeah. and it, it, it it's a new week, folks. Get that out of your mind, I would lean Baylor Baylor's
1: ten four and two against the spread as a dog under Dave. Arana, and they're not so. a
2: bad football team, they're just not. The record-wise, where they think they should be,
1: I'm sick of like getting burned by TCU, so it's probably a game I'll stay away from. But you if know anything, what my, What'd I, my tell Baylor, I, know. What'd I tell you about uh, I know what I tell you about Sargeant. Right. You were right. Yeah, you, you know terrible. what?
2: That guy that he's the head coach terrible. of that team is a joke.
1: That was terrible. That's yep. a that's a bad showing at home in that kind of atmosphere. Uh, that's just a terrible showing, Mike. Yeah, You're you talk
2: 100- about a guy, I mean, his players were climbing gutters up on the apartment that's buildings terrible. at USC, and he gets a job at Texas Yeah, because he coached one year with Saban or something. Give me a break.
1: TCU continues to beat the market 8-1-1 against the number. It's oh, incredible. you bet him
2: every game, yeah, you know. Incredible you got a, you got a mansion.
1: I'm sick of stepping in front of him. Probably a stay away, but if anything, I'd lean Baylor. Well, our, you
2: probably give something light about it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Our best plays are coming up, plus Jim Miller's got ponies when we come back. Don't go anywhere. More to do. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap.
0: This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
1: Entering the home stretch on this Friday, Mike North, Carmen Defelco. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. And uh, every week we get to get some of the expert picks from one of the best handicappers in the country. I mean, he's constantly hitting the winner's circle for us, and he did it again last weekend. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim from Hawthorne Racecourse. Jim Miller, everybody, Jim. Boys, the cold weather
4: has arrived, so what that means for Hawthorne is the track plays a little bit differently. It's usually more of a speed-favoring track now at this time of year, but it's still a chance to cash some tickets and use the edges that you can get, use it to your advantage, and see if you can make some money. So
1: uh, is it is it too cold, and has there been too much precipitation this week for like the turf to stay up, or how does it work now, Jim? Are you guys still on the turf? Yeah, so we're off the turf now this weekend, but we
4: may not be done with the grass because it's going to warm up next week, and usually the ground takes a little bit longer to freeze than what you see up on top of the ground, so we may get another week on the turf. On the main track, guys, what happens now is you can't put as much water on the track, so it's a little bit more dusty, there's a little bit more kickback, makes it harder for horses to close in races at Hawthorne, it's a big advantage to horses on the lead. But every once in a while, you still find some really good prices on horses that can steal races.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, uh, uh, the way it is now, as cold as it is. My buddy just moved from California. He's got a bulldog, and it snowed the other day here, and the dog didn't want to go out. <laughs> and so he went in the house, and then they finally threw him out into it. The horses, the same way, look out the stable door and say, this ain't for me. Um, I horses that just run but do better times naturally in better weather than in cold weather? Or is it the other way around? There's some guys, there's some people that are better mutters than others.
4: Yeah, I can tell you this. The horses handle the cold better than the heat. The jocks, on the other hand, would much prefer it to be a little bit warmer. The thing that you see out of the riders, they'll add a few more sets of goggles, maybe a couple more layers of clothing. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things where they're really limited on how much they can have on So because of that, we just shorten up the time that the horses are on the racetrack leading up to races. But, yeah, there are some horses that will handle the cooler conditions better than others. It's the ability to have those past performances, to dig a little bit deeper, see who races better in the winter conditions because you can find some uh, edges there, too.
1: So we stand at the hometown track for our plays this weekend, Jimmy?
4: Yeah, so two races at the hometown track, then one will travel out of town. So we're going to bet all three horses across the board. We'll start out at Hawthorne on Saturday and race four Bet the 10 horse, steal my sunshine across the board. One of those speed horses shipping in from Kentucky. Race six is our stakes race. Bet the five, ribs on a roll across the board. Another one that has speed. And then we'll go south to Churchill Downs. Race 10 is their stake on Saturday. Bet the one horse. Horse's name is Coach across the board. Another horse that has speed gets the inside and should be pretty tough.
1: Dude, we got to bet that. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. We don't miss that one. Does he
2: run with a limp?
1: Coach, you a got muc- to bet the coach. A mustache and a limb.
2: Does he have a cigar in his mouth? Uh, he, but he must. His- <laughs> if he did, that would be fantastic.
1: So the fourth race at Hawthorne on Saturday, uh, the 10-horse across the board. The sixth race at Hawthorne on Saturday, the 5-horse across the board. And then race 10 at Churchill on Saturday, the 1-horse coach. Across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Bet the coach. All right. Coach. Sounds good, buddy. Have a great Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you Friday. And a good first
2: place last week. Good yes. first place, baby. 100%. Uh, that's
1: right. Making money, boys. Good luck. See you, Jimmy.
2: Jimmy!
1: Love Jimmy. All right, Mikey, let's do it. Let's roll into our best plays. Okay. What do we like for the weekend?
2: All right. First, I'll start things off. You know, I know I'm going to be on with, uh, with the boys at 148, but, you know, we podcast. Randy gets it up like 1130 now. 12 o'clock, and it's done, and, and so I want to give a couple games if I can. A basketball games, NCAA, I'm going to take Xavier today, mm. plus the three-and-a-half against the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, I have no idea who's on the team. Quite quite frankly, I don't know what time. The game is at 3 o'clock, I believe, or 4, so I'm taking Xavier as uh, something that I'll do on the bonus pick, too.
1: All right, love it. Uh, I am going to start in the NFL. We were talking You're a little bit fire. about... Well, we're going to try to keep it rolling here. Uh, We were talking about the Vikings in this improbable run. They've won seven straight one-score games. Dallas lost a tough one last weekend, but the advanced box score really favored them. Uh, Mike gave you the stat, folks. It's been 40-something years (laughs) that this late in a season. I was
2: asking B to marry me. Right. I bought a ring off a truck on Pulaski.
1: It's uh, 40-something years since a team this this late in the year with its starting quarterback with at least eight yep. wins was an underdog at home. Now, I'm going to go against the trend here because the Vikings have been very good against boy. the spread in that, that, that building. Boy. They're 7-2 and two against the number as a home underdog, but I'm going to lay one and a half with the Cowboys. I think they bounce back. I think there are some secondary issues for the Vikings right now as the injuries continue to mount, and that could be a big difference in the game. Plus, Dak normally is very good against heavy cover two teams, and the Vikings are certainly a heavy cover two team. And Justin Jefferson popped up on the injury report with a toe injury this week. So there's a lot here going on in terms of injuries. Christian Derrissaw, their all-world left tackle for the Vikings, is a little bit banged up as well. He didn't practice on Wednesday. I'm going to lay the point and a half with the Cowboys, and I think they bounce back
2: this week. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to go with the Loyola Marymount today, too, Ooh, against Georgetown, Marymount. getting three and a half. No, Hank Gathers ain't walking <laughs> Door, he's up in heaven. Yeah, Bo Kimball, None of those boys, guys. Paul West said, "Forget about it." But for some reason, it. I, I didn't even know if they still had a team. I mean, they they should, and they are graded at plus three and a half uh, to win today against. Uh, Patrick Ewing and Georgetown.
1: Georgetown, all right. Okay. I like it. Mikey giving basketball. College hardwood plays out.
2: Well, you know what? Who knows what happens here? But you know what? You're dealing with kids, but it's fun, and it's today.
1: So I went against the trend in my first pick. I'm going to go with it in my second pick. The Steelers are at home against the Bengals getting four. Bengals are coming off the bye, so they've got extra time. But still no Jamar Chase. So I'll give you this real quick here, and then uh, there's probably not else uh, much that we need to say.
2: Mm-hmm. I got one more, and then we got to go to our guy.
1: Mike Tomlin getting points at home. When the Steelers are a dog at home under Mike Tomlin, they are 15-5-1 against the spread. When they are a dog at home of more than a field goal under Mike Tomlin, they are 6-1 against the spread. And when they are a dog at home of more than a field goal against a division opponent, hasn't happened often, this will only be the third time, they are 2 and 0 against the spread. Watt is back. Jamar Chase isn't. I'm going to take Steelers plus the four.
2: All right. And my last play is going to be on Saturday, 2.30 game. I've been doing very well with them. North Carolina State getting four against Louisville.
1: Nice. All right. So, plus the four against so Louisville. So we got
2: uh, – I stayed I, away from the NFL. You got NFL. And now I'm, here I'll he is. I'll give you one more. I'll give go, one more. I'm going to give a three-pack. Beautiful, pack. baby. Come out. I, I thought you were done, but now we're rolling. I, I'm going to give a
1: three-pack. Uh, oh, the, I love 3 the packs The Lions – Have two road wins in their last 17 tries, both unfortunately here in Chicago against our beloved Bears. The Detroit Lions haven't won back to back road games in a non COVID year since 2000. Seventeen. I will gladly, I can't believe I'm saying this because I think they're the most uh, overrated 7-2 and team maybe I've ever seen in my life. But I think there is a talent advantage and I think there is a coaching advantage in the Meadowlands this weekend. I'll lay three with the Giants against the Lions.
2: So you know what I'll it. do just for fun? I'll ride the other way. All right. right. Because you know what? You like the Lions? Right. I like the Lions. All right. I do. I think what they did last week, they got a little propelled, but you're right. Uh, but the, the New York Giants have been at such peak performance, but we'll go the other way. Okay. On that. Now we're cutting into things now because you know he's three and last week. Three <laughs> and What about Randy Damn,
1: Randy. By Randy. the way, Mike, your Xavier Indiana game is uh, Sean Miller, former coach in Indiana. Now this two time coach at Xavier. He's back at Xavier. He's back at Xavier.
2: How about yeah. that? Yeah. Well, you know what? Don't get a don't get an Irishman mad. <laughs> he's coming back at him. <laughs> I didn't even know he was coaching the team, but that's fine. All right, I'm going to take
1: Houston. They have the, the, not been good lately. Houston, Houston where, Cougars. The Cougars. You take hey, the Cougars. They're supposed
2: plus, to, they might be the best team in basketball.
1: Plus six and a half.
2: Oh, it's football.
1: Yeah, sorry. Plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. They're playing <laughs> East Carolina. I got Duke plus seven and a half against Pittsburgh. And let's go with Bucky, minus ten and a half on the road against Nebraska. He killed it in the college game last week, too. Yeah, so. All right, on Randy. fire.
2: I admired him from a distance. I called him center there, and he actually really responded to it today. Unbelievable.
1: Yep. All right, great work by Randy Merkin, getting yep. the pot up and the show produced up. Thank you. Uh, also, thanks to Jim Miller and Lou Pergandy. And most importantly, thank you for listening, as always. Everybody, enjoy the weekend. Happy wagering. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Mike and I will be back to do the show next Friday, but uh, enjoy Thanksgiving. Especially you and uh, B. Mike. Have a great holiday, and we'll talk to everybody next Friday.
2: Everybody have a good Thanksgiving. So long, everybody.
1: This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.